0: Good afternoon. This is Charlie, and welcome to my life. <laughs> hey yo. Good evening. Um. After listening to uh, a lot of my podcast, I realize. My voice is pretty, hmm, I don't know what the right descriptor word is. Pretty bland, pretty mellow, I guess is a better, kinder phrase. But that's kind of who I am, and that's okay. Uh, I just had a meeting with a friend from my church, Um, We call it ministering. Uh, It's where each of us as regular members of the church, the ward, um, we're assigned to other regular members. Uh, We're assigned to basically look out for them, take care of them, help them basically be their friend in whatever way you want to or can do that. And I have not been great at reaching out to the people I'm assigned to. Um, but the guy who's assigned to me, he's he's done a pretty good job. Well, this is the second time he's come to visit me. He's a really, really nice kid. He's a little bit younger than I am. Um, but just very humble and kind. And So the two visits we've had, he's just come over and we've just kind of sat on the couch and just chatted. Um, and he... Struggles with uh anxiety and has seen a therapist a little bit and I've kind of shared some of my um, struggles with mental health depression and it's interesting, I guess the main reason I'm getting on tonight to talk is just to say that i have i've become a believer. <clears throat> I'm now a active protagonist for self improvement books, and um, I guess I just want to say how how cool that is and how transformational it is for me. Because two years ago, when my girlfriend at the time. Um, when she first suggested to me a couple of books on self healing, self improvement, I was adamantly against them. I didn't want anything to do with them. I I said I hated self help books and they didn't work for me and I don't like them and whatever. And now I am the guy on the other side. I am preaching the benefits of these books like all of my friends. Even last night I was with a different friend and we played some ping pong and then afterwards we just kind of sat down and chatted for a bit. And she's a friend that I've known for over 20 years. Went to high school together. Um, But I was sharing with her um, some of my favorite books. And I guess I... I feel like I have shared some of this in my previous podcast. I guess that's the danger of not having a, uh, any particular agendas. I might, I might duplicate myself, but honestly, I don't. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, because we as humans sometimes have to hear the same thing over and over and over before it really settles in our brain so the fact that i'm going to repeat things i think is good for you and for me so it's a win win just trust me on that just just go with me it'll be okay um uh oh <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, I got uh, interrupted a phone call from my bishop, the leader of my local church group. And uh, I have a meeting with him tonight, which we do periodically um, to check in and see how things are going. Um, But he called because our appointment's in 20 minutes, but I guess his previous appointment didn't show up. So he was wondering if I can come early. And I said, yeah, of course. So I only live you know five minutes from the church, driving. as we know from my episode last time, it takes about 25 minutes to walk there. Um, I considered walking this last week, but it was raining/ snowing. It was more raining and so it was really wet. wake, woken up late so anyway but the reason i'm getting on tonight is see now i'm more animated because i'm out doing something whereas when i'm just recording a podcast at home like on my couch or on my floor or in my bed like my voice is just a lot more oh just a lot more tired i guess which is to be expected um uh, But the reason I'm getting on tonight is just I guess to recognize my own transformation to someone who used to loathe self-help books and not want anything to do with them to now I'm a prognosticator. Is that what, what word is that? Sometimes big words come into my head and I say them and I don't know if they're actually true. I'd say about 50% of the time I use them correctly. And obviously the other half I <laughs> way off. But I'm just an, a strong advocate for these self-improvement books. And so I, I wanted to mention the three um, that my girlfriend at the time recommended to me. The three that I started with that really really changed changed my perspective and in the end changed my life dramatically uh, for the better Um, and these are the same three books that I recommend to everyone who I talk to about um, healing of any kind and I, I don't have time right now to go into detail Um, so I'll just briefly mention the titles and I will get back on later maybe even tomorrow because I woke up early this morning so I want to go home and go to bed after this meeting but the three books are The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod um, Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher and the last one is power of now by Eckhart Tolle and uh, I started in order as I said them I started with the miracle morning first and I I am definitely a convert of the miracle morning um, and I love it I don't do it as often or as consistently as I would like so that's obviously still a work in progress um, but yeah, they, these are amazing books and help in so many ways. And I will talk about them later, but for now I'm going to go into the church and have a little meeting. Ta-ta. Good afternoon. Hey, so I want to finish up, uh, episode five. Um, I wanted to talk about the three books that have helped me so much and changed my life. And I don't want to tell you how much time has passed since I began recording episode five, um, but the important thing is today I am finishing it. Um, It's been on my to-do list for a few weeks to um, finish. Um, But here I am. So let's get started. I did take some notes, and um, I listened to my other, uh, the first two portions of episode five, and um, I said prognosticate. (laughs) Prognosticate means to foretell or foresee the future, uh, to predict. (laughs) So I was definitely wrong in my usage of that big word. I think the word I was actually thinking of was proponent. I am a proponent. (laughs) Proponent. not a prognosticator. I'm not a prophet. Um, Okay, so let's talk about those books. So as I mentioned, the three books are The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. second book is Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher. And the third book is by Eckhart Tolle, um, The Power of Now. Originally, Well, I listened to A New Earth. Uh, I think it's a deeper book. So not one that I would necessarily recommend to everyone for just how deep it is and um, the types of things he talks about. I think The Power of Now is a much better introductory book uh, to his ideas because he is... I wouldn't say a radical spiritual teacher, but some of his ideas are quite different, but they're wonderful. They're amazing and they're powerful. And I am, I don't know if he has a group of followers, but I am an Eckhart Tolle follower. Uh, I really like uh, his books. I have not watched all his YouTube videos. I don't follow his podcast or anything like that. Uh, As I've shared before, my preference is listening to... Books, rather than podcasts, Uh, which, yes, I know is ironic. (sighs) Um, But he is a powerful spiritual teacher. Okay, so the first book, "The Miracle Morning," and this is the order that it is presented to me, and I, I like it, and I think it's beneficial. So the Miracle Morning, Hal is a very energetic, younger guy. I don't know how how old he is, Uh, maybe a few years younger than me. He's early 30s, mid 30s, I don't know. Maybe he's a little older now. Um, He has a lot of energy and he is a (laughs) typical salesman. He starts out his book talking about how he was the top salesman at who was a Cutco Knives or something like that. Um, he was, did really well, really successful. Uh, then he was in a tragic car accident, and he was, was he in a coma for a while? I think so. And so he had some really bad health issues, but it, he worked his way back. And that's basically what the first half of the book is all about, is his story and how he created the Miracle Morning and how it changed his life. And it's a little frustrating because he doesn't actually get to explaining The Miracle Morning until like 60, 70% of the way through the book, but it's worth it. It's a short book, so, um, and you can't get it from the library. Most of my books, audiobooks, I get from the library. I just borrow them. I don't have Audible or anything like that. So, but this one, you have to get, you have to purchase it. (laughs) There's no other way around it. So if you prefer reading or if you want the audio, either way, you're going to have to purchase it. Uh, Unless you can find it at a a DI or... What are those called? Secondhand stores? Find the actual paper back. But anyway. um, So it is a great read and the essence of the book is... um, Improving your morning routine and actually making your mornings count and giving you a reason to wake up in the morning. And I'm, I've been doing it for about a year and a half, almost two years now. I'm obviously not perfect at it. Uh, but I feel like I am getting better. And Because I, I've seen the transformation that it's made in my life. I see the benefits of the days that I do a full Miracle Morning and how much better I feel in general about about myself, about my life, about my job, about my day-to-day. So it is is really powerful. The six things I'll just briefly touch on, he obviously goes into more depth in the book. Um, So he has an acronym. It's SAVERS, S-A-V-E-R-S. And it stands for. Oh, I should have brought this up. Um, can I pause this? Okay. Turns out I cannot. That's okay. You're not gonna notice any difference because I'll just put these together in the in the podcast app. Uh, I think usually when my phone screen goes dark, it allows me to pause it and then keep recording, whereas I I have the app open, and all the only option is to stop. So good to know. Good lesson to have. Okay, so I pulled it up on my computer. Uh, He calls them the lifesavers. The first one is silence. Second is affirmations. Third, visualization. Four, exercise. Five, reading. Six, scribing. and That means writing. He obviously... Couldn't come up with a word that had the W in it. So he was scribing instead. So it works. Um, Silence. It could be any type of silence. Um, His original, I think, proposal is to have your miracle morning last for one hour. And each of these take 10 minutes, which I haven't listened to the book in a while. Maybe I should listen to it again. Um, I've listened to it, I think, twice. Um, but it might be a nice refresher for me to listen to it again because um, I don't remember because affirmations, I mean I, I'd, I've i never done affirmations for a full 10 minutes um, I usually do um, reading and writing for about 10 minutes my meditation is about 15 minutes because uh, that's what Emily Fletcher teaches which I'll talk about next um, but my affirmations and visualization is uh, is only like two, maybe three minutes each and then exercising, depending on what I'm doing for the day. If I only have time, if I'm staying home, then I'll just do you know, push-ups, crunches, jumping jacks, little things like that in my room. And that maybe takes five, ten minutes. Um, but if I'm going to play soccer or going hiking or swimming or something, that obviously takes over an hour or so. Um, I'm sure there is benefit to getting each one consistently like the same amount of time but i don't know i think you also just need to do what works for you um i think yes definitely follow the pattern that he prescribes at the beginning but then as you do it more and more you will find your own niche and that's what i've done um okay so the next one so any type of silence you start out with uh He gives the options of meditation, prayer, reflection, deep breathing, gratitude. Uh, I do a little combination. So I do, oh, another thing. Um, Wim Hof, he's a, is he Dutch? I think he's Dutch From from the Netherlands. And he's known as the Iceman. He's broken a lot of Guinness Book of World Records for cold exposure. Uh, sitting in freezing lakes and doing some crazy things and he attributes it to his breathing technique and I've done it and it works like I've done cold plunges um where I do his breathing technique before I get in and it really isn't as bad like I don't know what it does um to your body but it works um, mm, I'm not as well versed in his method and how it works, but it's basically, I think it's carbon dioxide. Mm. I wanna say recycling, but that's not the right term. Anyway, so what you do is, well, you can investigate that on your own. I recommend it, I think it's great. I do it almost every morning at least one round of 40 breaths, and then I hold my breath for as long as I can. Um, But usually, if I have a full amount of time, like a full hour or so, then I'll do three rounds of 60 breaths each. And my record is uh, two minutes, 27 seconds holding my breath. So it's pretty remarkable. It it really does work, help you hold your breath. my average is about a minute, 12 seconds for each of my rounds. So I start with that and then I do uh, 15 minutes of meditation. And the meditation that I do is from Emily Fletcher's book. That's the next thing I'll talk about. Um, Okay, so that's the S and savers. Affirmations, um, these are some notes that I took from his book. He says, repetition of affirmations leads to belief, which becomes deep conviction. Your self-talk is either having positive or negative effects on you. The negative is often subconscious. So it's better to purposefully place positive thoughts in your head instead. And so what I've done, he gives some basic affirmations that you can repeat. Um, but I was challenged to make my own affirmations. So that's what I did, I basically wrote them down in a notebook and um, then I wrote them down on three by five cards and that's what I do every morning. I say these affirmations, Uh, I'll say a few of them for you just to give you an example of what I do Uh, and you can obviously use some of mine Or make your own, like what's important to you? So the first two that I ever said was, I find joy every day and I have the power to create the life I desire. And those were given to me by my previous girlfriend. She recommended those to me and I still use them. Um, Another one I use, well, I'll just read a few. I feel God's love. I am love. I live a life of abundance. I am enough. I have enough. My heart is filled with gratitude. Um, My heart is filled with charity. I seek opportunities to serve others. I am grateful for my body just how it is. We are all one. We are different on the outside, but deep down we are all the same. Your happiness is my happiness. Your success is my success. Think as if what you want is already true. My body is strong. My body is healed. My body is whole. My mind is clear. My mind is healed. My mind is whole. I love myself as I am. I trust myself. So there's a few others, but um, that's a pretty good example. And it really does help. There are times where I notice or I have a few moments and my mind's just kind of going off in different directions. It will often come back to those affirmations just because I've repeated them so often. They're really helpful and it is it, it's incredible how much it helps you change the way you talk to yourself. Instead of saying anything negative about yourself, Always, always positive self-talk, and your affirmations is where it begins. So it's it's a wonderful practice, one that has truly changed the way my mind works and the way I see the world. The next one is visualizations, uh, also known as manifesting, and Emily Fletcher talks about this in her her book as well, which I'll summarize in a moment. Um, brief explanation. See things as you would want them to be rather than as they are. So it's, I, I think I talked about this in, yeah, when I was walking to church. It's the, um, the secret, the power of positive thinking and wishing things into existence. Um, you attract, you attract what you think, you attract what you want and i certainly do believe that and there is power in those p- positive thoughts and visual- visualizing what you want in life and i've i'm doing it more and more i still feel like i'm a beginner at it and i think it is really beneficial uh, uh for example when i had a, an interview for work last month i before i went into the interview i just had I just briefly went over in my mind how I wanted the interview to go, that I wanted to be calm and relaxed and patient and um, answer my questions with um, confidence and optimism, um, give myself time to breathe and not feel rushed. And I mean, it went really well. So I attribute it that to the visualization and just in my preparation every day. Cause that's the other thing is not, if I had just done that visualization once probably wouldn't have the same effect, but because I've been practicing this for a year and a half, almost two years, that's where the difference comes in. Okay. The next, I need to take a drink of water. Hold please. The next, uh already mentioned exercising, reading and writing. They seem pretty self-explanatory, but it's a way for us to focus on doing those two things every single day because it is a way for us to allow our right brain, our creative side to thrive and to learn and to grow and to challenge it rather than just doing the same same boring, practical things every day. Uh, and writing I think I've talked about this a little bit in other episodes, just how important it is to empty the drain. We have so many thoughts in our head. And some of them are not great thoughts, not healthy. healthy, not helpful. But we need to get them out. Some of them, if they're secrets or you're ashamed to tell anyone, then this is the place where you do it. And I, previously, I was writing in a like a, a nice notebook that I had, and I enjoyed uh, the creative writing that I had done in it. And then when I had this idea of or this desire to get rid of all the ugly thoughts in my head I wanted to write them down I didn't want to write them down in this nice notebook that I enjoyed sharing with people or that potentially could be read by family or friends in the future so I came up with the idea to just use a regular notebook that I could rip pages out of that I was fine ripping pages out of and if there was a day that I had some really dark thoughts that I wanted to write I would write them I would find that healing, I would read over them, and then I would, I have a shredder in my kitchen that I bought from Costco for like 30, 40 bucks, and I shred them. Some people burn, some people rip up and throw away. I thought the shredder was a brilliant idea, and I've done it, I don't know, five or six times that I've written stuff that I didn't want anyone to ever see ever, ever, ever. And it was nice because I, I didn't feel the fear of while writing. I just felt totally free because I knew I was going to shred it right after. So it was very helpful for me. And there's another book. I don't know where it is, but that, it's basically what it is, is emptying the drain, cleaning the drain, getting all those thoughts out on paper. And it doesn't matter what you write. It doesn't matter if you write the same thing every day. The point is to write. That's the whole practice. That's the main purpose of the Miracle Morning is you do it every day. There's no score. There's no grading. There's no anything like that. It's just doing it. That's the most important thing, doing it every single day. Uh, I just started a new book called Atomic Habits, and I will probably recommend that later on when I finish, but it's starting great. Um, And that's... That's the main point is your process is getting um, these healthy habits in every single day. Um, Okay, so that's a brief synopsis, a brief not-so-brief synopsis of The Miracle Morning. The next book is the Emily Fletcher book, Stress Less, Accomplish More. She basically teaches you a new, simple way a foolproof way to meditate every day. And the basic thing that I remember from that is anyone can meditate. And there's, again, there's no grading. There's no, I'm a really good meditator. There's no anything like that. Like every day is going to be a little bit different, but the purpose is to get in your seat to sit down wherever you are, if you, I have a little reading chair that I sit on. I've actually started uh, sitting cross-legged on the floor in front of my chair instead, um, and I really like that. And so that's the main thing: is just sitting down every day and doing these important things. So she says, fifteen minutes twice a day. Uh, I've not been great at the twice a day. I am pretty consistent at at least once a day in the morning. Uh, but she says once you really begin to do the second time in the afternoon, I mean, there's so many benefits for your mind and your body and it's only 15 minutes. Sometimes when I don't want to do the afternoon one, I think because I'm working or I feel stressed because of work or whatever. I say to myself, it's okay. I'll just finish work 15 minutes later and it's going to be so much more beneficial for me to do this now rather than than to skip it. So what she teaches is you're going to have thoughts. Everyone has thoughts. Don't worry about that. You have thoughts. What you do is sit down. She has her three M's. Uh, What's the first one? Mindfulness. And that's... Basically, uh, what does she do? Oh man, it's been a while since i listened to her book. I've listened to that one twice as well. Um, but she talks about present moment, past, and the future. So the mindfulness trick that she uses to get you in the present moment is called um, come to your senses. And what she does is has she has you go through all five of your senses and recognize what are you feeling, what are you seeing, what are you hearing, what are you smelling, what can you taste? Go over those twice each, uh, the smallest thing and the strongest thing that you can feel, see, hear, smell and taste. And then you think about those things and then you bring them all into the center of your chest and you try and combine them. And then, and she explains this a lot better than I, I can. Um, obviously, she wrote a book and is making a lot of money off of it. Um, but the next step is the meditation, and to she gives you a word, a, a mantra, and she explains the word mantra means mind vehicle. So it's just a vehicle for your mind to focus on. And and in the book, she gives one she just says one that's that's the word that's the mantra the word one and you just repeat that over and over as you are breathing one one she has a um her i guess her headquarters is in she calls it the ziva meditation and her ziva headquarters is in new york so if you actually go to one of her workshops she will I don't know if she does it individually or if other of her teachers will give you a mantra, an individual mantra that you can use. So, but I I just use, I like one. It's very simple and it works for me. So you do that for 14 minutes. And if thoughts come to your head, um, all you do, she she gives the, analogy of you're going to a party and the word one is the guest is the honored guest and if you have other people come and they want to talk to the guest or uh, I don't remember her analogy, analogy very well but anyway oh no one is the bouncer is that right the one is the bouncer. So you're going to have other people come to the party and want to do different things, be really loud or whatever they are. The The word one is the bouncer. And basically all you say is thank you for those thoughts. I'm going to, I'm going to go back to my mantra now. That's all you do. So you don't get mad at yourself. You don't get angry that these thoughts are coming in. She explains that, that we're always going to have thoughts. You can't stop thoughts. And that's why some people feel like their failure at meditating because they couldn't clear their mind that's not the point the point is to sit down and allow your mind to process whatever it's processing and if you have these thoughts you allow them to come in you acknowledge them and say thank you I'm going to go back to my mantra and you just go back to the word one one and again the next time you have thoughts in you do the same thing Thank you for those thoughts. I'm going to go back to my mantra. And you do that as many times as it takes. Um, and you do get better with it. Your mind, you're training your mind to be, to live in the present moment. It is it is a beautiful practice and I've, I've learned a lot from her. Uh, and then the last one is the manifesting. So at the end, yeah, she she also has the visualization. Um, so manifesting what you want, how you want your life to be. It could be something physical, it could be something emotional, it could be a habit that you want to incorporate. You share gratitude for whatever you have right now and then you visualize of a future time where you are that thing or are doing that thing or have that thing that you want that you're visualizing, manifesting. And you recognize how you feel when you have it and how your life will be different and how you'll um, be benefited by whatever it is that you wanted. And then you let go of the outcome. And what I say at the end is, I gratefully receive this or something better for the highest good of all involved. I gratefully receive this or something better for the highest good of all involved. And that's her Ziva meditation. Um, and I've, I've loved it. It really has helped me because, I yeah, I felt the same way. I I didn't really feel like I was good at meditating or I couldn't do it, I didn't know how to do it, but her practices and her ex, her explanations really helped me out a lot. So that's the second book that I recommend, After the Miracle Morning. And the third book is the Eckhart Tolle book. And I would suggest start with *A*, The Power of Now. Mm, but eventually, I think you should also listen to A New Earth, because it is also a beautiful, beautiful book. It has similar concepts, but it just goes a little bit deeper. So... I'm getting tired of talking. (laughs) I didn't think I'd be talking this long. My goodness. And I have lasagna in the oven and and it's gonna be done in 20 minutes. And I'm getting pretty hungry. So briefly about A New Earth. How, how How do you even sum it up? It is so amazing. He has two people. Uh, I think they're the editors and he has a l- huge list of common questions that people have asked him over the years and he's compiled them into this organized basically a question and answer that's what the power of now is Um, someone will ask the question and then he will answer it and, and give further explanation and all these questions that th- the editors are asking I say to myself yeah, that yeah I want to know that too and then he explains it so simply, so profoundly, so beautifully, it's, it's incredible. I've listened to it I think twice and I need to listen to it again. Um, and basically it just helps you live in the present moment. That's, that's the whole point, that's the whole purpose is be here, right now, wherever you are, whatever's happening in your life, you are here. And you accept this moment just how it is. And, well, as I mentioned in my episode last week about eating dinner or eating food without any distractions, without the TV, without the phone. Uh Uh-oh. Watching a basketball game. So you practice presence in any way that you can. So... And he, he really, he explains things so well. So those are the three books. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. Reach out to me. If you want to chat. I don't even know how you do that. Are, are there comment sections on these podcasts? I don't think so. Are there? Maybe. Well, on no, the Yeah, I think there is. I know on the Apple podcast there is. On Spotify, I don't know. And you don't have my email, right? I don't think I've given that out. Or my phone number. I think there's only like two or three people that listen to this. So, so far, it hasn't caught fire yet. But maybe eventually one day it will. And if it doesn't, that's fine too. I'm enjoying it and hopefully you are too. So I wish you well. I hope you have a beautiful day. Create a beautiful day. And I wish you love and peace. Namaste. Did I say that right? Namaste. Oh, there's another book that I'll eventually tell you about. Oh, what is it called? I forgot. Anyway, she always thought that when people said namaste to her, she thought they were saying no mistake. And I love that too, because there's no mistakes. There's no mistakes in this world, in this life. Your life is perfect just the way it is right now. Anyway, she, what is it? Loving what is Byron Katie. That's the next set of books I'll give you. No mistake. Namaste. Good night. Thank